0: Welcome to a special episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I'm your host, Mike Jokum. Frenchie joins us, and we are joined by Porsche Formula E driver, Andre Lauderer. So, first off, Andre, thanks for joining. I know you've got a, a busy day in the simulator, but how are you, man?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, podcasts are always fun. So looking forward to to uh, to share formally with you. Yeah, in fact, uh, yeah, at the first day of simulator i'm preparing the monaco race so we spent four days in the scene so i started in the morning and then my teammate is uh, up in the afternoon so i managed to fit in a bike ride uh, uh, just in time um, and be ready for the podcast <laughs> nice so you know i know you're you're
0: only a couple races into the year and 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 monaco starts uh next weekend um uh, but how special is it to be able to race it? Now, I know it's not exactly the same as the Formula One circuit, but how special is it to race at a, at a track like Monaco next weekend?
1: Yeah, it is very special. And actually, this year, it is exactly the same okay. layout as Formula One. So last year, there was a minor difference in the chicane, a bit slower, but now it's exactly the same. So, yeah, it's very uh, prestigious, uh, of course, as Formula One. It's, um, yeah, the glamorous... Uh, race, it's home race for me and many other drivers too, because we live there. Uh, the layout is great, but most of all, it's fun to be able to, to race there, representing the race of the future in such a historical uh, place uh, where um, motorsport has had so much history. So I think it's very important to be able to race there. And before I turn it over
0: to the other Mike for his first question, I'm curious, um, you know, what, is, what are the main differences driving a Formula E car around a track like Monaco versus, you know, a Formula One car, or a sports car, or any of the other cars that you've gotten to uh, test out or drive in your career?
1: <laughs> yeah, the Formula E um, car is very different to drive. Um, we, we don't have gears as uh, the, the motor um, revs very high and has a lot of torque. So you, you're not busy with shifting gears then you missing the sound um, of course because it's silent but you do have really good torque and what makes uh, the family driving different is also the tires because we got all weather tires so it means uh, uh, we don't have the performance of a slick tire but we can also drive with it in in the rain so it's very relevant for um uh the, the road tire development because uh, we don't drive with slicks on the road either so michelin uh, is doing a good job there at pushing uh relevance in in that sense but for us drivers it makes the car move a lot more so um we're not uh driving high down high downforce cars so the combination of that makes it uh, a lot more Um, how could I say analog to drive Uh, so meaning that in the corner you're like working the car a lot uh, because it moves a lot it oversteers understeers so you're constantly balancing the car um, with your driving which with other race cars uh, with slick tires and more downforce it's a lot more digital much more precise Driving. So, if you don't have, uh, let's say, the right aerodynamic balance or something, you're a bit stuck. But informally, you can always do something. So, um, and then on top, uh, you have the energy management that you have to um, follow in the race, which makes for me very unique and very strategic. Awesome.
2: Thanks, Andre, for joining us on the show. I actually uh, wanted to let you know that you're our first Formula E driver and this is our first Formula E content on the show because most of our listeners are primarily IndyCar and F1 fans, but we've gotten kind of hooked on Formula E and wanted to start following it more closely. So thanks for joining and coming on the show. I have to do a good job for Formula E. But I wanted to kind of ask you, just based on the long career you've had in motorsport and just all the different categories you've won in, and you know, in Super GT, Super Formula. Obviously, you've won Le Mans several times, WEC. What really was the path that took you to Formula E? What made you want to make that change, make that switch when you joined in 2017?
1: Yeah, lucky enough, I've been able to be quite early in my career a works driver. And when you're a works driver, um, you're mostly racing in relevant uh, championship that are meaningful to the manufacturer you're driving for. So um, at Le Mans, it was uh, for Audi and then for Porsche because Le Mans uh, for them was important to, to show endurance, to show uh, efficiency, and um, I witnessed there. How technology was um, being transferred over, and um, for for also the identity of the brands. and um, the technology moved quickly from normal combustion to hybrid cars, and uh, yeah, and at the same time, Formula E was um, uh, towards um, born towards um, let's say what uh, two thousand. 14 I don't remember exactly um anyway seven seasons ago and um so everyone in motorsport uh, had a um attention for for that and an eye for 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 this and but quite skeptical because it was so new and so uh, difficult to imagine that you could race electric already now um and um uh, and, but then it became very quickly relevant for, for, um, for the manufacturers and a lot of manufacturers joined there. So um, like I said, when when you're a works driver you're linked to to a manufacturer and then um you you go together in 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 the new challenges and as um um, the future of many uh brands is electric and there was no alternative for for the manufacturers to to uh choose formulae as a platform for to to represent that and um uh it quickly became very important for for a lot of drivers and uh I would say in Formula E you have a, a, a really, really strong uh, driver field. So um, yeah, for me it was combination of following uh, Porsche into it and also race against the best drivers in in, in a world championship. Uh, which uh, yeah, that's that's what count for uh, counts for us. Awesome.
0: So I know you you know you race some against some of the best drivers in Formula E but I'm curious out of all the drivers that maybe you've raced with in you know previous disciplines is there one that you would love to see join Formula E to to continue to race against <laughs>
1: Uh good question um yeah there are a lot of uh, really good drivers uh, uh out there um but uh, it would be interesting to have um, like let's say top Formula One drivers um, joining um, to to see uh, how how challenging formula e is and how much you can do as a driver. I don't have anyone in particular that I, sure. uh, I wish to have in the championship, but um, I think no driver can pre-estimate or how challenging Formula is and uh, how, how difficult it is. So, But once you, you get to grips of it, um, it it's, it's quite fun. Awesome. Go ahead, Franchi. So
2: kind of jumping off of that question, I wanted to see if there were any maybe common misconceptions about formula e that you think fans of other series of racing primarily might have that you could clarify or, or correct like what do you think would be the main misunderstandings that people who are new to formula e would have
1: yeah the usual thing you hear is uh, yeah there's no sound it's missing emotion uh but i can really uh guarantee that once you start to get it into formula e and follow it a bit um, and understand uh, a bit the energy management side because it's a bit of a game of chess so uh, and racing at the same time between walls and at the limit is something really really uh challenging but for the fan outside i think is it's um uh, a very interesting race in itself if you do the abstraction that the cars don't have uh, such a loud sound um, because what makes the the race unique is that um, it's action packed in the city um, with drivers driving those cars uh, on the limit, uh, lots of overtaking, never really know who's going to win uh, till the last moment, which actually makes the show the best because in Formula One or um, in a lot of other series, you can more or less predict who's going to win based on in what car he is, but in Formula E, the driver has a big uh, input and Um, and the the technology is also going forward. So the acceleration of the car is strong and uh, yeah, so it's mostly, I think um, you have to focus on the show. I think the people who maybe not so convinced about Formula E is because they're a bit blocked about this electric image. And I think uh, once you start to follow it, that goes away quickly and, and, um, I became hooked because um, it's it's so challenging to master everything at the same time, the energy management, mm, master the car between the walls and racing in premium cities around the world. So this is uh, it's quite uh, unique and something I couldn't really enjoy in other series.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's quickly become one of my favorite things to watch uh, whenever you guys race. So I'm right there with you on that. Good. I'm, I'm curious, you know, one of the most,
0: or if not the most important thing in Formula E, you know, is that energy management, but you also have to worry about, you know, driving, you know, not hitting a wall, not hitting other cars, battles on track, um, you know, tight city street circuits, everything you've already mentioned. How, how do you manage all of that successfully in a 45 minute race? Because that's a lot going on in a short period of time.
1: Yeah, it's a lot going on. And plus, you have to imagine we don't have time to go and practice on these tracks. Yeah. Um, you know, like we show up, it's a new CD track. So it starts with preparing everything in a simulator. So even new tracks, there are companies that are going out there to scan the surface. And then we get the layout, the graphics, we put it all together in a very sophisticated game, let's say. So there we can already practice what we're going to experience. Um, and and the, the race day is, uh, is a crazy rush because the first free practice is only a half an hour. The second free practice is also only half an hour. It starts super early. You barely have time in between the sessions to, to talk about everything into adjustments. And in those free practice sessions, you need to simulate uh, energy management flat-out labs and um, qualifying labs at higher power. So it's, it's a serious rush. And uh, it's a big difference also because the energy management labs, what you have to know is that um, compared to a full throttle lab in qualifying, we need to save 20, 30, 35% of, of the energy that we normally would consume. And there are um, there is a way to do that with losing the least amount of time. You know? So I tell some people for them to imagine is try to spend as much time on your phone the whole day, but you have to last the whole day. So you cannot be on all the time. So that's how we need to to manage the, 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 the race. And um, so we lift, we coast, we, we recoup, before we break, so we have um, uh, on our display, we need to constantly look in our case, we have a bar graph showing our lab consumption. So we always try to respect that. And there's no telemetry as well. So we have uh, a crypto message that pops up every lap um, that we transfer over radio to the team. They put in that crypto in the garage and then they know if we are on the right path with multiple informations that are hidden in that crypto. And then, yeah, you're fighting others. You're trying not to be overtaken. Uh, then you have to go on the attack mode. And uh, on top of that, you only have one apex because um, in cities, it's quite dusty. So you go half a car width of the apex, you you have zero grip and boom, you're immediately in the wall because there's no runoff, the, the, the runoff is the wall. So it's extremely intense and, um, very tough also for for newcomers to get confident in this championship because you there's no such thing that you can practice so it's um it's really really (laughs) intense but yeah it's it's really it's cool because you you know you have to be on your a game with everything and um it's um yeah the biggest challenge in terms of, of driving thinking mastering everything I'm curious,
0: before, before I turn it back over, um, you, you mentioned simulating energy management. How do, you, how, do you, uh, how do you do that?
2: Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform, or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network follow us on social media at pickpass underscore nascar to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast
0: greetings from evergreen podcasts we're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you the information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers i know most people don't like ads but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on
1: So basically, the race is 45 minutes plus one lap, and then you have a certain amount of energy in your battery, and you know um, that you will consume uh, that much, and so you divide uh, the, the race. In labs so last race in Rome, I think it was around 28 laps or 27 laps, I don't remember exactly. So then you um, program that in the car and or in the simulation, and it will give you a a, a, a given consumption. Okay. That okay. You, you try to to stick to and uh that's how um yeah things are um are shaping shaping up to 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 manage everything but sometimes you know it's not easy because the race can be on the bubble because it's a time race so it can be a 27 sure. lap or it can be a 28 lap so um, then on top the safety car um comes and or full yellow so per minute of safety car or full course yellow the race is extended for 45 seconds because you obviously don't consume during safety car and full course yellow as much so you have the opportunity to to race longer Um, that also becomes quite a strategic uh, part for the team to make sure we are on the right lap target awesome go ahead franjic
2: so instead of in the races where you're having to do all that energy management, I really like the new qualifying format that Formula E has brought out this season. And obviously you've been very successful, uh, in getting into the duels and moving forward through the the qualifying sessions. Is there anything about being able to really push the car hard, um, that you think makes you so competitive that so far this season?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a better system, um, which, um, is less random for for many of us, uh, and I think not only me. You can see a more consistent trend of similar drivers uh, at the front, or similar teams at the front, because it gives the opportunity to slightly warm up a bit and then um, do the perfect lap based on the conditions you're facing in that moment. And uh, it's, it's a bit of a nicer build-up. So uh, before it was extremely stressful because it was divided in groups. And then in the first group, the track was not good. And it was on the high power with the 250 kilowatts. So you were so stressed before the qualifying because you had no idea what grip to expect. And it was just a one lap thing. And it, sometimes you would hit it, right sometimes not and it would mess up the whole grid uh, and create very chaotic races because good guys could be in the back and then fighting through the field with uh yeah a random field so Now, I think it brings things a bit uh, closer together. And then also for me, I just start to build a lot more confidence and it's very important to just be generally confident uh, in in motorsport, especially in this kind of discipline on street tracks. If you're not confident then things become difficult and I think that was uh, last year uh, something that many drivers had and um, which created this randomness and I think it's a really nice solution this year.
2: So following up a little bit on that, how do you balance being able to just really push the car to its limit during the qualifying sessions versus what you have to do in the race where you have to be more conservative a little bit?
1: So it starts in the simulator. Um, we uh, we find our marks there. Um, with tracks we know, we can or have a much better idea of the grip. We we expect tracks we don't know is a bit more difficult. So, uh, free practice gives you a better idea uh, once you get there and. Um you have a few shots in pre-practice to 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 find your limits, you know. Sometimes you overshoot, and then you're okay, you know more or less what grip, what speed your car can do, your strengths, your weaknesses, and uh and then it's uh, then it's showtime, you know. You um you just go for it and um try not to overdo it or underdo it. It's that fine line. and that's why also being confident about uh, your car, about everything is important. So it's 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 really a teamwork, setting up the car correctly to your liking. That you know that if you break here, that you will stop and that the car will turn the way you want. So it's setup work. It's everything together. Um, know you can also do a lot of settings in the car because of the the electric motor Uh, you can do a lot of brake migration to the rear or or not or select different tools to that help the car um, be more stable because it's, um, it's highly influential uh, on how you break, you know, because it's, it's, it's based on regen on the rear brakes also, and that influences also the differential locking. So a lot of, um, tools are there to be put together nicely to, for you to be able to, to do a good lap. That's really interesting.
0: Well, I'll, uh, I'll wrap it up with one more question here and, and we'll, you know, let you, uh, Get some relaxing time. I know you've had a, a busy day, and and it's almost I
1: mean, no, Probably course. later in the day um, for
0: you. Probably later in the day for you here. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm wondering, you know, you are, you know, a couple races in, like we mentioned, but what is the biggest key this year to you know be in the championship hunt at the end of the year?
1: Well, we we spoke about the qualifying, and um, like I said, you can see a trend in people being more regularly at the front. Yep. So, um, it, it will not be like last year where the champion, for example, didn't score points for six races in a row the, because everything was just so up and down. This year, it will. it's a lot more consistent, so you have to really score points all the time, all the races, to be there at the end um, uh, because Um, yeah people are just more consistent and there are there's there are less incidents um, because um, there's less drama in the race let's say so it's a um, yeah it's important to to always be there Um, so so far it's been been good two races could have been better my first one and uh in in saudi was so so um but we know why and then the the saturday race in rome didn't go as planned either but still limited the some damage so but um i think we have a good package to to consistently be in the points ideally on the podium and we just gotta keep doing that to 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 be uh, at the top at the end Awesome. Well, listen,
0: we, we all wish you the, the best of luck this year and I'm definitely excited to start covering Formula E on a more regular basis, but um, that's all we have. Andre, thanks very much for the time and thanks to Porsche for
1: setting this up and best of luck, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me and enjoy Formula E. It's a good challenge. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> thanks, Andre. Thank you.
0: Thank you, guys. I hope you, um, yeah, you got everything you wanted. And come visit yes. us
1: at the Formula E race in the US. It's yeah, we would love to. July 16, 17 in New York City.
0: I think I might have to make that happen then. Yeah, we would love to be there. Please
1: mark your calendars.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Great. All right, thank thanks you so for much having for us, us and all up.
2: the best. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye.